Savage Mind Podcast. It is 4th of July weekend 2022. And I hope that you are off. I hope you are enjoying yourself. Or if you're going to enjoy yourself, cook your food, have your drinks, enjoy your family, friends, whatever your version of that is. Just like we're doing. Do it responsibly. Do it within reason. And appreciate what this weekend and this holiday means. And if you do not, then maybe you don't need to be here. You're living in the wrong place. So, I was going to do a 4th of July. Technically, it's on Monday. Uh, podcast, but I changed my mind like I often do. And any podcast that I change my mind on means I'm still going to do it later. It depends on what I have I feel compelled that I need to talk about at that time, whatever's been, I feel like a burden or I feel like it's laid upon my heart or soul to talk about or something that I'm, it's aggravating, frustrating, something good, something that's needs to be said, no matter how uncomfortable it is. And I've, again, I probably have, I probably got five to 10 podcasts that I've backscaled and delayed that I'm still going to do because I feel compelled that something else needs to be addressed <clears throat> at that time. And uh, I feel like I need to jump on this today. And I can tell you this, folks. This is fucking for sure. This topic right here can go so deep. And people have so much to say. Opinions. And we have some facts, but it's going to be a lot of opinions, a lot of people getting offended, especially the people that it applies to, especially the parents that it applies to. And there's so many different directions to go and so much information to absorb and take in and knowledge to gain on this. But we got to be careful One of the things we do so much in this society is we let fact, we let our feelings get in the way of facts. And that's not how we can help people. That's not how we grow. That's not how we make a difference and make a change. Facts don't give a fuck about your feelings. So a lot of times people will tell me something that's my opinion. If it's my opinion, I'll say this is my opinion. But also we have to we need to identify the difference in these definitions. Say, so this is my experience. And then I'll go look up my study stuff while I'm doing my writing. And I'll look up some statistics and different knowledge on it. And I'll blend that in with my experience, what I've been through myself, what I uh, what others I know around me have been through. And I think it's <clears throat> there's so much related to certain subject matters. And a lot of people do not want to acknowledge that. And the ones that get the most offended are the ones that it applies to the most. It's not being aggressive. It's just telling the fucking truth. So, the reason I know that this will not be the longest podcast on this, because when I go to video format and I go to YouTube, I I have people that we have talked about this personally, and they're going to be on the podcast in person, recording live, and talking about some of these very subject matters. So this, uh, and again, it's too much to cover in one podcast, especially 
Uh, the podcast will be longer. For those that appreciate that and look forward to that, you're welcome ahead of time. No matter how long it's took, we're going to get there. For the ones that are all shit, he's going to talk longer. But I'm going to have other people on too. Either either what what whatever you feel about that or however you feel about that, un, unapologetic from this position either way. We're going to do what's necessary. We're going to talk about what needs to be talked about. We're not going to talk about what's comfortable. And we're not going to consider no one else's feelings in the process of doing so. So I want to talk about some this subject that we hear and we see on social media day in and day out. I've addressed it. I talk about it. And I think if you've listened to my past podcast, you also know that I try to give a fair perspective regarding all opposing views on anything. If you do not know that, you need to go back and listen to my other podcast on whatever subject matter it is, or you need to talk to me in person. Chances are, if you feel offended, then this it was your choice and decision to take it that way, and you haven't listened to other things I've said. So I'm Generation X, and I'm not going to... I have all a lot of this wrote down, but I don't have it in front of me. Generation X, I believe, is everyone born between 60, 1964 and 1980. And then you have Generation Y. And then you have Millennials. Most of our parents' generation, if you're Generation X, is baby boomers. And I want to talk about some of the generational gaps today. This is only the beginning, and this is only going to scratch the surface. This is very important to me because I have, combined with our children, two children that are Generation Y. Between both of us, we have three children generation Y. Most of my friends that had kids my age, which some of them did, say if a friend's five years older than me, a lot of my friends did not have kids my age, but let's say some of my friends, like I said, that are five years older than me, their kids are the same age as my oldest kids. And I think in 1980, is when that next generation, somewhere between 80 and 81 to about 96 was the next generation. That would put, <clears throat> of me and my wife, my mama Sita, that would put three of our children born in that time, which was three of those children were born between 90, 1992 and 1995. <clears throat> Majority of people I know kids that are my age, give or take a few years, like I said, I was a parent 18, then I was a parent again a couple of weeks, a few weeks before I turned 21 years old. So if my friend was 25 or 26 and they had a kid at the same time, you get what I'm saying. And all we hear, or a lot of things we hear, is the bashing of, I, I hear everybody talking about millennials, but I think a lot of people get confused on which generation they're talking about. <laughs> My twins are were born in 2005, so they're millennials. But often we identify the, the, the mid to late 20-something as millennials, and they're not. The, the early 20-somethings are. If, if, if you have a question about the way I'm distributing this information, I encourage you to go look it up. 
because I do have it wrote down and I have it saved. I just do not have it in front of me. I'm just giving a couple of, I'm giving a, a rough idea of the, the years. So if somebody wants to nitpick that I'm off a year or two, that's fine. Because that's usually what people do who have a problem with the truth. But I would be willing to, to bet that I'm not far off of that. I'd be willing to bet that's very close. I have had this conversation over and over. And I want to put aside what y'all know personally about me with my son. Again, that's worst case scenario. But just because your child doesn't turn out worst case scenario. Whether you contributed and you knew you contributed or not. Again. If we know that we're contributing to enabling of any fucking kind. And we continue to do it. For how many, however long, then we're continued to be held responsible. If we address it, acknowledge it, and we do something about it, from that point on, I like to say that you're not responsible at that point no more. But it depends on how long it went on. You can't just do something for 10, 20, 30 years and all of a sudden get tired of doing it and expect that it's going to self-correct. That's not the way shit works. And again, enabling doesn't mean so many people, and I had this mixed up when I was younger too, It's they try to identify it as if you're spoiled, if, you're, if you have money, if you're financially at least mid-class and well-off to where you can provide a lot of money and material things for your children and grandchildren, and that's not entirely true. Enabling, the list goes on. And anybody that has any common sense and any self-education knows how many categories that you can go over about enabling. <clears throat> but once you acknowledge it, that you're contributing to it, and once that you actually take action on not contributing anymore, that doesn't mean other people around you aren't going to continue to do that same thing. I've, I say it over and over if you know me in person. Everyone has to be on the same page, whether it's addiction whether it's laziness, whether it's just not wanting to do anything, whether it's toxic relationships, uh, whether it's what kind of parent someone is, whether it's eating disorders, depression, whatever it is, you know if you're feeding it and you know if you are contributing or you're not. Do not lie to yourself. If you can't have an honest conversation with yourself, then you can't have an honest conversation with other people. The reason I, I just want to let y'all know this, that I address things about my son head on and I don't run from it, I run to it. Is no matter how gut-wrenching it is, it's because I think that when I'm giving my experience or I'm giving my opinion, if I'm giving factual stuff about what's going on with certain generations or what's going on in society, there's some people waiting to fucking pounce on me so they can say, well, look at your son. It's happened recently. So when I address it, it neutralizes people. I don't know if y'all know that. It's not that I want to talk about it because I'm going to have to talk about it the rest of my fucking life. I put it out there. That way it shuts people down. That way you know I'm not avoiding it. Okay? Let me get that out of the way. But I have noticed a lot of similarities <coughs> with the Generation Y. Specifically, it seems 
again, this is this is in this is interconnecting with two different generations. Uh, if you're Generation Y and you're born in '80, that would make you about 42 right now. If you're that's at the beginning of that generation. If you're born at the end and you're born in '96, let me see. You're 26, so between about 25, 26 to about 42. That's Generation Y. Us Generation Xers, again, we're somewhere around the 41. Uh, we're somewhere around 40. Well, excuse me, 42 to 57 age range, if I'm correct. So remember that. Uh, something that is real alarming to me. Having three children in this same age group between 26 to 30. And so many of my friends and so many people I just know in society. I think as Generation Xers, I do believe this, that we're every, again, every generation thinks they had it right. Every generation thinks their generation was better than the next. And again, I'm not going to dive into the every every aspect of this about jobs and career, because I've talked about that in the past. I want to talk about what's on my mind and what I noticed that is very alarming, very terrifying, and it needs to be addressed. <clears throat> and again, far as the millennials, our younger kids, because we have kids in the, we have we have kids in the the generation Y, we have kids in millennials, and now we have grandkids. Who knows what's going to happen then? I think as Generation X, I think that I'm coming up on approaching my fifth decade soon. And again, when you're a kid, probably the first five years, you probably don't remember a lot of stuff. So I was born in the mid-70s. I started school around 1980. Just talked to a couple of my best friends here recently, and I say this. Actually, I was more of a teenager and in my early 20s and the 90s. But I got married young the first time, and I had kids, and I worked a lot. I had a lot of responsibility real young. I'm speaking from my experience, not other people's experience, because a lot of my friends went to college. A lot of them moved. A lot of them did travel, did different things. I didn't do that at that time. I did those things later. Um, one thing, oh, there's so much I noticed with this. So with saying that, um, this is, this is such a, such a burden to me right now. I mean, for me, because I take it, I take it personally that we're not dealing with some things, which is, I do think, I just told my best friends this a while back, as far as almost living in five decades, I still feel like the eighties were the best time I ever lived in. I don't, I don't think the nineties were early two thousands were okay. We're at a different place in history right now. I hear a lot of people talking about other kids, people this generation. I don't know if they're talking about the millennials or they're talking about Generation Y. Again, I think a lot of people get that confused. But I think a lot of people talk that shit and don't realize it's 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 our own children. And I tell everybody, even if we were tough on them, even if they're responsible, look how different my children are. I mean, like night and day, you couldn't even tell they're related. As far as life choices they have made. But I just told someone the other day, and this is the reason, because after another fucking tragic event happened, and of somebody we know, this is why it's so valuable. And it needs to be talked about. I said, when are we going to 
call ourselves out as Generation Xers that we were responsible for helping ruin a whole generation. And the first thing everybody says is, I didn't do it. My kid ain't like that. Everybody says that. Even if you taught them, gave them some work ethic, even if they have a little bit of grit. And I want to say this, get this out of the way right now. Even if they have had a reasonable amount of financial success or material success and have some school structured education, that does not mean that they have grit, resilience, toughness, thick skin, and discipline. And y'all know that as much as you're listening to this. Tell my family, my wife, what the fuck is going on with them? I know, maybe it's just the the circle I'm in. So many people in that age group that are taking their own life. And there's so many, whether it's overdosing, whether it's with a weapon, whatever it is. And again, I know people don't want to hear this, and I go back to the same thing. Even if we're tough, I feel like we were tough. We were the last generation to really enjoy the fucking outdoors. We didn't get this technology I'm speaking on right now until we were probably in our late 20s, early 30s. We didn't have instant access to stuff. And again... I think, in all fairness, a lot of our generation speaks. I see people that I know do it on social media that are my age group. And I mean my age group, give or take five or ten years behind me or in front of me. Older or younger. That we talk like everybody from our generation is tough. And that no one had privileges. Everyone fucking walked five five miles of school uphill in the snow. And their parents made them work. And I know a bunch of people, I hope y'all are fucking listening, that are my in my age group, that I grew up with your ass, or we were acquaintances, and I know fucking better that you did not grow up like that. That you still had shit handed to you, you still got obstacles removed, and you still got fucking the, the path cleared for you, and you got to plug right in. And you know it as much as you listen to it. So young people, in all fairness... Don't think anybody from our gen, don't think there's no one from our generation or very few that still didn't have those privileges and advantage because they did. And it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with that. But like I tell people, fucking acknowledge it. While you're telling your fucking story and giving advice, be fucking honest about it. Recently, in the last probably month, closely connected to our family, just people that I've known either most of my life that are, we were are related in marriage or in connecting families. I know four people in the last month, three to four people between the ages of 21 to 29 to 30 that have killed herself. Self-inflicted gunshot wound, overdosing, and I can't even go back the last three or four years. I can name probably 10. And I, if this is hitting home with y'all, I hope it is. Because once that's happened, it's too late. It doesn't mean you could stop it. But what could we have done in the meantime? What could we, pre- preventative measures could we have taken? To st- and it goes, a lot of it goes back to enabling. It does. And, and again, I often tell people when I'm talking about my story, is I know drugs changed my son's life. And again, I want to say this. I've never done drugs. And I'm proud to say that. Again, I don't consider marijuana a drug. I don't smoke, but I'm not against it. We all got capabilities that 
we don't want to acknowledge. We all got capabilities to do extremely bad and evil or extremely good. We, we always think these people were just monsters since they were kids. And that's not the truth. There are some instances like that. I think we're ignoring the real problem. I think, again, I think from my own experience and other people around me's experience, I said in the, pro- in the process of not, for those of us who really had to grow up tough, those of us who had to do without, those of us who had to really go through a lot of adversity, who had to go through a lot of challenges, that have been dealing with shit off and on our entire life, even shit we did not bring upon ourselves. I think in the process of trying to shelter our, protect our kids from the shit that we had to go through, I think we fucked it up. And I think that we're all responsible for it. I think we did that because, I mean, God forbid, I didn't want, I didn't want a lot of my family to go through what I had to go through. My dad getting murdered at four years old fucking poverty a lot of times. I didn't want them to go through that. I wanted them to have some advantages I didn't have. But here's what we did. By doing that in the process, we didn't realize, some people knew what they were doing. Some of us didn't realize by removing obstacles, by clearing the path, by making their life easy, by answering their questions for, by answering their questions for them, solving their problems for them. Because we do love them so much that we thought, that we were helping them and we fucking ruined their life. Again, doesn't even matter if they've had a certain amount of financial success or they have a good job. That has nothing to do with it. It matters. Can they handle stuff not only physically, but more so mentally? Can they make life decisions? Can they handle adversity? Can they handle being told no? Can they handle someone leaving them? Can they handle financial problems? Can Is it impossible that somebody may not like them and think they're fucking great and amazing and the beautiful, fucking stunning everything. And the fact of it is, really no one gives a fuck except we. Except those of us, we give a fuck. We talk and raise our kids delusional to the real world. And I think that we have not put them in a position. Again, we're not talking individually. We're talking about overall statistics. So you look this shit up. See what the suicide rate is. See what the job rate is. See how many of them are driving. I know a lot of people in this age group that my, some of my friends' kids don't even want to drive. 23, 24, 25 years, they don't even want to drive. And they say, it's scary. My mom never drove. So guess what somebody had to do? Somebody had to do it for her their whole life. Remember, everything you do for someone, every time you do it for them, instead of help them do it for themselves, their mind shuts off. And they're going to let you do it for as long as you do it. But remember this. When you stop doing it, who do you expect to still go do it for you? I think about these things. I know the reason I jumped on here and, and wanted to kick this into gear and talk about the first segment of this, the, just give y'all an idea of where we, what rabbit hole we need to go down. I just had two more people I know this week. I say their kids, their this their children, but they're young adults. One was 21 and one was about to turn 30. The one that turned 30, I talked to him three days before it happened. I don't know all the ins and outs of it. I don't know all the details and it's none of my fucking business. But if you can't handle first world problems, you can't handle being told no. You can't handle failure. You can't handle somebody may not like you. Somebody may not love you. Somebody may cheat on you. 
Financial problems are a real deal. Loss is a real fucking life. Bankruptcy is real. Job loss is real. Repossessions are real. If you can't handle those shit, that shit sucks. I've been through all of that shit. If you cannot handle that, and parents our age, if you're fixing that problem for them, what is going to happen if you cannot fix that problem for them? If you can't handle first world problems, I have said it over and over. Y'all don't have to say, well, Jason, you're not an expert. You're not this. Take it however you want to. You know if you're listening to this and if you've listened to me enough in the past, whether it's this podcast, whether it's social media posts or in real life, one or all of those things, you know it's fucking true. Mom and daddy, grandma and grandpa, pop pop and nana can't come to your rescue forever. And even if they leave you enough money to fix every problem, if they haven't let you deal with your own adversity, if they haven't let you deal with your own problems, they haven't let you fall on your face, then they they still have fucked you. Understand that. I have to, I, you know, we ask ourselves over and over, what's wrong with the younger generations? But what exactly is the younger generations? What is that? Who who is that? I'm, I'm identifying that right now. That's why I'm going to do multiple podcasts on this. I feel like this needs to be talked about. These people do not need to be leaving this world because they're depressed, because they can't handle that shit. That's fucking life. It fucking sucks. When people say some people can't take it, we should not worry about offending people, hurting their goddamn feelings. We should worry about saving their fucking life. Hurt, hurt their fucking feelings. Piss them off, and you might be saving their fucking life. May not be tomorrow, May not be a month, may not be a year, it might be 10 years down the road. You have no fucking idea. You have no fucking idea until it happens to you. You think you know what you'll do. But let me assure you, most of you do not. I just It seems like every generation says the same shit about the pre- preceding generation. That's not necessarily true. I'm sure possibly... That this has been said since the beginning of history and mankind. I don't know. Just assuming. Myself being Generation X. Like I said, approaching five decades of living. Being born in the mid-70s. I do feel as though we were the last tough generation. We had grit. We have Most of us have resilience. We have toughness. We had to deal with real life shit. Some of us had to handle our own adversity and our own conflict. And that gives you tools to understand and learn how to deal with other shit. Even if you failed, even if you got your feelings hurt, even if somebody didn't like you, even if you were fucking alone with no resources and no family, you realize, I got to do it myself. I almost think that these last two generations, I look at my children, stepchildren, grandchildren, Got so many loved ones, so blessed. But I almost see that so many of these people got, they got too many resources. There's nothing wrong with having an abundance of resources. But are you giving them an abundance of excuses? Are you letting them be the victim? Are you reinforcing their bullshit? Because if you are, you're fucking them up. Got to be able to handle adversity and real life conflict. Again, social media is a great tool. It can be used. There's so much information out there, so much knowledge and so much education and so much opportunity with social media. That's a guy my age saying that. 
but it also makes a whole lot of people not deal with real life conflict. They deal with it through social media. They compare, they compete. And when, the, when they're faced with adversity in real life, they can't take it because they don't have to deal with it in person. You know, this really, get, this really gets to me because it's hit home too much lately. And I say lately, it could be the last five years. And I start connecting. I said, it's this, 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 this one generation. It seems to be just so much more rampant. The statistics are so much higher. And I actually looked them up. If we need to talk about that in another podcast, I'll, I'll look it up and give you the, the actual facts. You know, we may not, they need to understand, we have to understand that we're not good at everything. Everyone doesn't think we're amazing. Everyone doesn't think we're beautiful. Everyone isn't bawling. Life is a fucking struggle. That's part of it. And the struggle is how you learn shit. That's how you that's how you deal with adversity. That's how you build grit. That's how you build character. Is dealing with it, not running from it. Running to it, no matter how tough it is, and not fixing people's problems for them. Failure is fucking inevitable and real. Just to let y'all know that. Why are so many people taking their own life? Why are so many people leaving this world when they had something else to offer? Why are they leaving children, small children behind and other people behind to left with this sorrow and this despair and this depression their whole life because they can't deal with it? Now, there's people out there that had a lot of bad shit happen to them. Maybe they got molested. Maybe they got beat, abused, whatever it is. And we don't know. We don't know all that. But there's help out there, man. And we got to, especially as men, men's statistics at any age group are higher of suicide than women's are. And we need to know it's okay to talk about this. Look, I'm all about, look, this Savage Mind podcast. I'm about savaging the fuck up, not being a fucking pussy, accountability, no sugarcoating, telling the fucking truth, discipline, determination, every, all of this. This is everything I'm about. But you listen to me long enough, you also know, hey, let's talk about it. How can I help? How can we help each other? These people shouldn't be thinking this is the only way out. And it is a certain age group. I honestly think the age group between about 24 to about 30 seems to have a lot more problems than the younger age group does. They might The younger age group might be addicted to more to social media. But I promise you this, even my twins, our, my stepdaughters, and my grandkids are getting more tools than my kids have. And let me be specific about this. This doesn't mean because I'm older. It's because I have gained more wisdom, more knowledge, and I have self-educated myself because of the things that I have overcome and got out of because I'm not still in it. The reason y'all, some of y'all get so offended by me in real life when it comes to relationship, when it comes to addiction, when it comes to children, when it comes to jobs, whatever it is, is because you're not out of it. You have not gained wisdom if you're the same at 50 that you were at fucking 20. You have gained no new knowledge, no new education, met no new people, went mo- no new places, and gained nothing. Wisdom doesn't come with age without new, ex- without experience, without change, without evolving, and without developing. Do you understand that? So just because somebody has reached an elder age does not mean they have more wisdom. Sometimes they are the same as they always were. So we got to really go in deep about this and talk about this. I'd like some feedback on this. And be honest with yourself. Don't get offended. Don't get pissed off. This is this is heavy on my heart. It needs to be talked about. We need to deal with this. 
it, so that none of us are left. This doesn't happen to any more of us. It's still going to happen. But how can we prevent it? What can we do that we do not want to do? We want to help them. We want to do as much as we can. We want to make excuses. We want to make their life easy. And every time we make their life easy, we're fucking them up. We're supposed to be there for them, not do it for them. So for now, I'm going to sign off. And I'm going to jump back. I don't know if it's going to be the next podcast, but I, I, I have a feeling this going to this is going to be at least three or four episodes, and it's probably going to be spread out. Maybe some of them are back-to-back. I don't know. We definitely got to talk about this more. Y'all reach out to me. Give me feedback. Please share whatever platform you listen from, Spotify, Apple Play, Google Play, and please go subscribe. Two to $10 a month. That's that's all it, t- that's all it is. That's $0.50 cents to $2.50 a week to go subscribe. If you listen, I still want you to listen, but I still need you to go subscribe. Spotify, Apple Play, Google Play, Anchor, Overcast. I think it might still be on iTunes. I'm not I'm not sure. If you have a problem, reach out to me. I'll show you how to do it. Hey, man, I love y'all. Y'all stay savage and live humble.